Hey, hey, everybody. Is that the new thing? Is that what I'm doing now? Hey. Uh, welcome in. Mountaineer Sports Insider. Gosh, dang. That la- that audio is hot there, Luke. Uh, from me? For both. Oh. Ma- making the adjustments that need to be made, though. Don't worry. It's Mountaineer Sports Insider. It's Brawl Week here on the campus of West Virginia University. Uh, it's it's a big, big day tomorrow. Uh for both of us, just with what we're doing as far as working and everything that goes into that, uh, but also as students, right? Remember the Student Media Podcast, a uh, partnership between the Daily Athenaeum and U92, the Moose. Uh, you did a full Backyard Brawl preview edition of the paper. I thought the cover was very well done. Oh, yeah. They, they did a great job with that, the designers did. Yeah. Luke uh, Blaine, that's who's talking. I'm yep. Tanner Sports uh, editor, Daily Athenaeum. Yep, great stuff. Uh yeah, good stuff, though. Backyard Brawl edition of the paper. It's still out in some of those bins. Go pick it up. Yeah, had a lot of fun putting this one together. Uh, Rachel, the assistant sports editor, put together a really good piece, uh, like a comprehensive history of the Backyard Brawl. Mm-hmm. I had uh, the pleasure of talking to their sports editor. I interviewed him, Brian Sherry, over at the Pitt News, the Pittsburgh. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Pitt News, okay. uh, Pitt's student newspaper. Fantastic. So their sports editor gave a little insight to the team, and... Uh, I think we had one more backyard brawl theme piece, but I can't, I can't remember. You ninety two doing the game. I oh yeah, that. yeah. You all were in there. Yeah, I feel like there was something else too. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, go pick it up, see it for yourself. Had a lot of fun putting that one together this week. All right. Uh, so yes, the backyard brawl is tomorrow. We're gonna start there. Spend a little bit of time there, but we want to make sure we get to everybody today. We've got a lot of work to do, so uh, gonna try to keep this one around thirty five minutes to the best of our ability. Uh, West Virginia, they seem to have the advantage on paper in this game, I think. I think that their tape has been better this season as far as football is concerned. Uh, both of these teams coming into the game, one and one. Uh, West Virginia's loss, obviously, in Happy Valley Week 1 at Penn State. They come back and they beat Duquesne on Saturday, where I thought I was going to throw Luke Blaine through the press box <laughs> window. <laughs> Rain delays, baby. They, yeah. They get great opportunities for some just Came karaoke from Luke Blaine over in the yeah. bottom right corner of the press box. Singing. Yeah. Do you know who sings that song? No. He starts th- singing The Thunder Rolls. <laughs> and I, I, t- I don't know if I've been that mad in a long time. <laughs> I was just fuming. Mounts thought it was funny. Oh, my gosh. Mount, Mounts, so and, done. Mounts enjoyed I was my so done with you at that point. He doesn't even know who sings The Thunder Rolls. It's that's a very very sad sad. Yeah. Well, hey, the thunder was rolling. Uh-huh. Garth Brooks, by the way. Oh yeah. Or Chris Gaines, as he's known. Really? One. Yeah. See, the, he goes by Chris Gaines now. No, he goes by Garth Brooks now. Oh. It was Chris Gaines original? Oh, I, d- I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you I'm didn't not, even I'm, know he sang the thunder rolls. Country's is probably the genre I know the least about. You would say you know more about indie pop than country music. Probably. Oh my. I, I'm more into indie than you would probably expect, Tanner. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Um, let me get this really quick. Uh, if I could spell the Thunder Rolls accolades. Okay, released April of 1991, part of the No Fences album. First recorded by Tanya Tucker. You don't know who that is either, do you? No. That that's fine. Um, all right. Chart positions. Hit number one on Canada Country Tracks. Number one on the Billboard U.S. Hot Country Tracks. Number one song of the year in 1991 as far as country is concerned. 
that, that feels like it means something. It means something. Millions of sales for the Thunder Rolls as a single. Nice. There you go. Just so you know. Be a couple million more if I did it. Yeah, okay. All right. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do. U92 Sports Christmas Album. Everybody comes on and oh, sings a song. That is a f- actually phenomenal idea. It's not. Uh, all right. <laughs> Coming into this game here tomorrow night, the Backyard Brawl. 35 and a half points per game for West Virginia on the offensive side. 33 for the Pitt Panthers. 17 allowed defensively for Pitt. 27 and a half for West Virginia, uh, who again played Penn State, who got, I think, 34. And then last week it was uh, 38. 38. Uh, than last week against Duquesne. It was something like 17, I think. Yes, 56-17 last 56-17 final. Pitt played Wofford week one and Cincinnati last week where they lost at home. Uh, 150 a game on the ground for the Panthers, 225 for the Mountaineers. Mountaineer defense against the run has been really, really good this season, only allowing 75 yards a game. Uh, Pitt's allowed 108. 238 through the air per game for West Virginia, 227 for Pitt. Uh, the big other difference in these two stats is right here at 281 allowed through the air by the Mountaineers, 141 by the Pitt Panthers, 463 per game offensively. Total for West Virginia, 376 for Pitt. Uh, so there's a big difference there. And then again, the other big difference in the yards allowed per game, 250 for Pitt, 357 for West Virginia. Everything else is pretty similar. Uh, so it's going to be can this pit defense stop this West Virginia offense? Uh, because those are the two sides that are better coming into this contest. I think you could argue at least against the pass. That West Virginia run defense is really good, though. Yeah. Uh, and, and it might be hard for Pitt to get it rolling on the ground. Jerkovic, the quarterback for the Pitt Panthers, he is a very different kind of quarterback i guess you could say big dude like six foot five yeah and uh i talked to in the interview with brian sherry uh he mentioned he's very poised in the pocket he takes pressure and he can still get the ball out he said for him he has some accuracy issues it's a matter of whether or not he can hit the receivers but being able to play under pressure is going to be a big factor coming up against this WVU team. I mean, this like this defensive front's been one of the best parts of the Mountaineers for a while. So coming into this game, he's going to have to do that. He's going to have to stay poised because you're going to have the fan environment in that too. I mean, this is going to be one of the most hot, probably the most hostile college football environment this week. I oh, feel, this I, week for sure. I, I feel confident in saying that. So he's going to have to show up and show out, and he's going to have to be able to really take the air out of the crowd. I mean, that's going to be a factor in this game. Yeah, uh, he, he's a guy that can make plays down the field when the pocket breaks down as well. He's a yeah. very mobile quarterback for the size that he is, uh, and, and Coach Brown alluded to that a little bit. Um, speaking more specifically on what could happen tomorrow. If West Virginia is able to win this game, Luke, they could make their way to get to 3-1 and one after the first four yep. games as they'll have Texas Tech at home next week. And Tanner Mounts told us, you know, uh, that'd be the first three-game winning streak for Coach Brown in his career here at West Virginia, which would be a big thing. But it also uh, shows you that, again, for a team that's picked 14th to finish in the Big 12, that's not where they're going to finish. And I, I have believed that. Um, but that means that they do need to win tomorrow and uh what what a game it could be it, it kind of feels like the se- season could uh hinge on this game a little bit um i i think that that's fair it was 20 to 7 at half last week uh cincinnati on top of Pitt. uh he was 10 of 32 was jerkovic in that game but he had three touchdowns uh 
and you know that that tells you you can't just look at the box score. I, I think yeah. I'm going to go back and continue to watch some more uh, of that game later today as I get prepared to call that game tomorrow. Um, I think that this is going to be a really interesting matchup, and it's going to be one that's a lot of fun. Sold-out crowd here in Morgantown. Uh, Blue Lot opens 6 a.m., I think. It's always when it opens. Uh, I think I have that right. Don't want to actually make sure. But uh, 7.30 kick, first true night game on a Saturday here in Morgantown since 2016 when Baylor was in town that year uh, on a Saturday, first true Saturday night game. It'll be in prime time. Sean McDonough coming in to do the game. Lots riding on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, opportunities there for this squad. Uh, anything else as far as, you know, you know we don't, we don't want to spend all our time on this game. So right. uh, stopping the passing attack across the middle field, something else I'm interested to see if West Virginia can yeah. successfully do that tomorrow. That's going to be a big part of the game, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a struggle for Pitt to stop the four running backs oh, uh, yeah. of West Virginia. That's going to be hard. I mean, Pitt's always had tough defensive fronts, too. Yeah. A ton of NFL Led talent. Led the nation in sacks last year again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's going to be a fun one tomorrow. I mean, Aaron Donald, Pitt product, yep. you know. Yeah. I mean, hard to yeah. deny the, that. Uh, uniform combo tomorrow. Oh, man. Gold helmet, Gorgeous. white jersey, gold pants for the Panthers. For West Virginia, it'll be the blue hat with the uh, Country Roads gold jersey, gold shooter sleeves, and the blue and yellow striped pants. The stripe on the helmet is absolutely perfect. I did mm -hmm. not think they'd actually do it. I was hoping they would, uh, and they actually did. So I was very excited about that. Also tonight, really just quickly, uh, as we start to transition into some of these other sports here, Luke, uh, baseball's got a 12-inning game against Penn State on the slate, uh, one of those fall ball games to get everybody some action in there. Uh, free admission for fans to go over to the Mon with a lot in town. I'd imagine there's some people in that place for the defending Big 12 champions. Uh, so that's that's also exciting. Um, also this weekend here in Morgantown, volleyball is hosting their Mountaineer Invitational Tournament. Uh, and so, you know, that's definitely exciting. Uh, to get that rolling for sure. Uh, yesterday, they went one and one. I think I have that right. That's off the top of my head as I continue to pull this stuff up here. Um, yeah, so they split the home opener yesterday. 3-0 uh, sweep against Old Dominion. They lost uh, in that one, which dropped them to four and five. But then they sweep North Dakota State on the other end of that, uh, and that gets them back to five and six overall today they'll play robert morris and have a chance to get back to 500 so you know opportunities uh there for them today on the home court in the coliseum uh, and that's definitely exciting and it's always exciting when you host your own tournament too i would have to say luke yeah yeah absolutely i didn't get a chance to go over there yesterday but um sounded like a good time i had a couple writers there got a yeah. recap that'll be coming out today of last night's match but to just get any wins that you can, really, this WV right, volleyball team is... Stack them in the non-conference, yeah, definitely important. Stack them in the non-conference. They struggled last year. I mean, to say they struggled in conference play would be an understatement. They didn't win a yeah. conference match. So just try to get their feet under them heading in the conference play, which starts really soon. It feels like the volleyball season just started, and yeah. now they're getting in the conference play. But uh, exciting, really exciting to have a tournament hosted in Morgantown. That it is. Uh, the women's soccer team last night were down in Central Florida 
they lost four to two to UCF, and that is not how I would have expected that game to go whatsoever. Um, that's the most goals by far they've let up this season, and uh, it was tough for them. One goal apiece in each half for West Virginia, two per half for the University of Central Florida. But it was exciting to see some different scorers get in there for West Virginia. Uh, Isabel Lozen had the first goal of her season, and then Valorin did as well off a penalty kick later in that game. But, uh, yeah, it was a little tough for them uh, in their first Big 12 game. Hopefully get that ship righted as it continues. The men, on the other hand, tonight in Orlando is the game of the weekend once again. Number four in the country is Dan Stratford's team after a huge win last Saturday against Portland at home. 1-0 victory over the number three team in the country at the time uh, in the 89th minute and 57th second of that one. Really, really fun stuff. Uh, Caldera has been the story once again. And now, tonight in Orlando, they'll play the number five, University of Central Florida Knights, uh, and another opportunity. I think next week this time, you know, uh, it could be, hey, we're talking about a top three, maybe number one team in the country if they're able to win this game because yeah. nobody's played a schedule like this men's squad thus yeah. far. And they're so. having success. I mean, undefeated so yeah. far. And, I mean, no draws, no losses. This is – an exciting time for the men's soccer program. That and it is. Yeah. Okay. Got right. a, I, I don't know if you saw my text the other night, but uh, I, I did. I just chose not to respond. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so uh, R- R- Ryan Cooks of the Ryan Crooks. Crooks. Shoot, man. Crooks. It's okay. Yeah. I, right. yeah, I, I met him. Uh, I served him some donuts there the go. other day. Congratulations. He, he was like my last order of the whole night. Way to go. And it was, it was a lot of fun making some small talk with him. You okay. Know? It, it was a good time. Great, but he, he was talking about just the atmosphere. You know, it's a really exciting time. For it was. It was, the a, it was a really solid men's soccer team last Saturday. Uh, while you had a home football game that night, uh, but yeah. lots of people showed up for it. All right, I know you want to talk about something. Go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. This season, or well, today, is the return of West Virginia tennis, baby. Yep. Fall slate begins today. They are on the road at the Wahoo Invitational in Charlottesville, Virginia. I believe that is hosted Wait, say by that again for me. Wahoo-wah. Wahoo-wah? Wahoo-wah. Okay. W-A-H. No, no, I just wanted to hear you O-O-W-A. say it. That's how you say it. I was just cool. asking you to do it again. Cool. Okay. All right. So, WVU, right now looking at the schedule, I see three teams that were on the schedule last year. I forget whether or not James Madison was on there, but they are going to see James Madison, Maryland, Princeton, Penn State, Iowa State, and Virginia. Penn State, Iowa State, and Virginia were on the schedule last year. Penn State and Virginia were both losses. Really excited to see how they match up to them this year. But a team that I'm really interested in seeing how they uh, match up to is Iowa State. Iowa State had one of the most surprising women's tennis programs in the country last year. Had several big upsets and ended up, I believe, making the Final Four. I'm pretty sure it was the Final Four in the tournament. But... Iowa State also lost a lot of players to just gra- uh, graduating out. And a lot of, I mean, I think that only one girl from last year's roster is still there. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how Iowa State recovers from that. But looking at West Virginia, we're going to see a first look at graduate transfer love star Alexis out of Middle Tennessee State. And I'm also really excited to see uh, Mikhaila Kucherova or Misha for short, but she took a really big step last year, and it's going to be interesting to see what this team does without Camila Bossi. We touched on that uh, whenever that news broke, that she 
opted for the pro tour and she will be foregoing her college eligibility. I think that's a big loss for WVU. Uh, she's a tremendous player. She's been the one seed for a while, but, or well, just last season, but she's one of the best. She was one of the best talents on the team and I'm sure she will be missed for the Mountaineers, but really excited to see what happens moving forward for Mountaineer tennis. Yeah, I, I think so. You, you laid that out very well. I don't really need to add anything there. Uh, but, yeah, I know how excited you are about that. Oh, love uh, tennis. By the way, just getting some Twitter notifications there. The RV lot, it is 10.30. No, not even 10.30. 10.20 on Friday is already full at the Coliseum for tailgates tomorrow. There you go. Uh, back here. I'm getting chills, back. man. Uh, yeah, huge, huge stuff there. Uh, the golf team. Last weekend was at the Gopher Invitational. They had three players finish in the top 20. Max Green, uh, sixth place, 200 par. Seniors Davenport, uh, that's Jackson Davenport, and Ollie Menard both finished tied for 18th at one over. Uh, and they'll have a little bit of a break here before they go down to Houston for Big 12 match play uh, after that first win of the year, too. That's exciting. Swim and Dive uh, has the WVU State Games. Uh, on October 6th and 7th. So that will be here before we know it as well. So lots going on this weekend here on Campus Luke, uh, most notably probably the Backyard Brawl, and that's no discredit to any of the other teams. Everybody knows uh, what this means for campus and, and all of those things. Um, just wanted to make sure we're not missing anything. I don't think so. Um, as far as today goes, yes, the Wahoo. How did you say that? Wahua. 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 I've uh, never heard it said out loud. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. So. Yeah, that's fine. The Wahua Invitational starts today. Uh, baseball has that 12 inning game against Penn State over at the Mon. Uh, volleyball with Robert Morris today in the final match of the Mountaineer Invitational. Men's soccer at the University of Central Florida. Um, yeah, gonna be. Very, very exciting football. Uh, again, having the backyard brawl tomorrow. Cannot wait. Oh, man. It's going to be a, a wild, wild weekend, and I'm sure we'll have some full breakdowns for you. Uh, the cross-country team, by the way, uh, they will be at the Robert Morris Colonial Invitational this weekend. That's the only one I think I was missing. Just want to make sure we covered all of the bases there as it's concerned, Luke. Um, but, yeah, lots going on. We're really starting, you know – to get into it here uh, for what it's, you know, all about, you know, not really previews anymore for seasons and all of those mm -hmm. things. I can remember us sitting here two weeks ago talking about how we're sick of doing previews. Oh, we're ready to see some action on the fields and on the, you know, playing surfaces, whether, you know, that's in the pool, uh, at the shooting range, on the soccer field, uh, the cross-country course, uh, you know, over on the links for the golf team, tennis course, whatever it is. Uh, we were ready to go, and now we're finally starting to get into that some more. Um, which is really, really good, I, I think. Don't you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Th this is, I mean, I remember being at that uh, first women's soccer game, yep. the first home one, and I could just feel the atmosphere, the fans. WBU Sports is back. Yeah. And that is so much fun to be able to say that and to experience it. And I'm really privileged to be in the position I am with the sports editor at the DA to be able to kind of be a part of it and cover that and share it with the fans. And it's a super exciting time. Just love college athletics and love WBU sports. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Full day tomorrow on U92. 
uh, kind of similar to the Backyard Brawl preview of the Daily Athenaeum, starting at 2 o'clock on U92TheMoose.com or 91.7 on your FM dial. Football Saturday will start and go all the way up until kickoff. Lots of coverage for you. We're very excited to bring all of that to you, uh, and, and it should be really, really a wild weekend here. Again, I already said it. The parking lots are filling up mm. around campus. If you're trying to drive somewhere this weekend, don't. Just walk. <laughs> That's what I would say. Just walk. Uh, by the way, big day on Monday. Don't know if you know this. You know what Monday is? Remind me what Monday is. You don't know. It's okay. You, you, I could give you 10 guesses and you wouldn't be able to get I'll it. I'll probably remember. It has nothing uh, in relation to uh, what we've been talking I, I about. I shouldn't know it? No. Okay. I mean, I, no, I don't think so. National Cheeseburger Day, baby. Is it really? 50 Cent McDoubles over there at the Ooh. Golden Arches. Oh, yeah. You better buy it in the app to get it done. But that's, uh, that'll help you during these inflationary times. Because yeah. I tell you. You can buy seven things at Kroger's, and it's 50 bucks. Yeah. And that's nothing against Kroger's. Love the products. Mm-hmm. But, gosh, things are getting expensive, Luke. And uh, our student media budget salaries will, will not suffice sometimes, yeah. I don't think. And yeah. it's, it's getting rough out there. I'm not going to lie is. to you. It's getting rough. Yeah. That's why Luke had to pick up a secondary job. Yeah. I feel bad for his coworkers. <laughs> I, I work by, we work by ourselves. At the- they let you... Stand there and run a place by yourself? Legitimately? Yeah, that, that's wow. How, that's how it works. Wow. I don't know if I'd let you do that if I owned a business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Really quick. I want to look this up. You, you, you never come and visit me, but No, by I'm work, not by going to. Uh, you, you always say, when you're going to bring donuts? When you're going to bring donuts? When yeah. are you going to come get the donuts? Tanner? I don't have time. And I'm certainly not driving today. Okay. This morning. I'm right. I just want you to know I'm right. Beat the clock. The only way to stop the train in GTA, you throw up uh, an NPC pedestrian in front of it on GTA 5. Got that. We, right. we, we got a clip. That I, I want to say I, I'm not the type to want to do that, but we got a clip what I said. I, 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 wanna, I want that remembered, so mainly because of your reaction. We, we've talked about it on here. Again, we're trying to keep this timely because we've got a lot to do today. Luke would like to be known as the Blaine Train. Everybody would like to know Luke as the Blaine Train. Not Except me. for Tanner. Not me. No, not happening. All I, I call him aboard. the NPC. For those of you that don't can, know can what you, can NPC you, means. Can you tell the story of Brian coming up with that, too? Of what? The NPC? Yeah, I yeah. can tell that really quickly. The NPC means non-playable character in a video game. You know, the ones that are, like, walking into walls and that sort of stuff. That That is that is Mr. Blaine, in my opinion, rather than the Blaine <clears throat> train. I'm not calling him that. Uh, the NPC, I did not come up with it myself. It was the Big Mac, Brian McQuillan. Yeah. Even Brian wants it to be the Blaine Train. I know. That's why I can't let it happen. You know me. I'm not, I, I, I can't let I anybody. You know, I'd rather everybody yeah. suffer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you yes man he, he over said, there. Yeah. Oh, geez. He said that Luke is the guy that definitely sleeps with nightshades on <laughs> and all of those things that go with that. Uh, and, and that makes him an NPC. And I said, that's it. That's what we're calling him. Uh yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke has the nightshades on and the white noise machine, all of those things. For sure. For sure. You used to have the white noise. Used to. Well, no, I, I mean, I sleep with it, too. It, yeah. it, it lets you sleep. Yeah. Blocks out everything else. Um, so that that's pretty solid. Uh, Rifle, by the way, starting up here in two weeks as well. The weekend of October 7th, like that, of Swim and Dive. All right, any final thoughts on the Mountaineers this weekend, Luke? Get it done. Get it done. Get it done. Yeah, we'll have Just to see. Get it done. What happens. Give the DA something to write about. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you again pick up 
your copy of the Daily Athenaeum, uh, Wednesdays, the new copies come out. But, you know, I would suggest, I do it every day now, uh, check out the DA online. And, uh, you know, there's always something new there is on some, there. There is some good stuff that goes out online, a lot on the news side particularly. Yeah. We're, we're working on getting more online exclusive content out for sports. But a lot of – they do a great job of getting stuff consistently out on the news side. Uh, Jules and the news set have done a great job yeah, especially covering the budget. Especially the news going on campus right now. That's yeah. right. Um, but vote, it's vote been – Vote is this morning, so check out what's uh, happening yeah. there as far as what's going on on the daonline.com. Yep. Uh, important stuff. Don't need to talk anymore about that, but yeah. uh, you know, we'll leave that up to your interpretation, and you can always go check that out there. Uh, so yeah, we're excited. We'll be back next week uh, and have a little bit more for you. These these Mountaineer Fridays, we're out there uh, and we get to you know kind of see Coach Brown interact with the students and that sort of stuff. Um, U ninety two is the ones that DJ those events, so we like to try to have the sports staff out there as well, and you know, talk to people and all of those things. Uh, it, it's an important, not really brand building but something to that effect i guess you could say you know getting getting the uh moose out there zeus the moose zeus the moose we yeah. called him that in the paper yeah he um, says listen to 91 7 yeah that's right listen to him uh tanner mounts and i will have the call tomorrow i'll be doing the play-by-play uh lots of fun out there at Milan pushkar stadium environment is going to be wild here this weekend i am shocked that they have this many home events and i will say uh selfishly i am not upset that soccer did not have any home games this weekend. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> for me, because I have been quite busy this semester thus far. And, and I love going over there to soccer. There was nothing more fun this year thus far than uh, that Caldera goal in the 89th minute last Saturday at noon over at Dick Delesque. Oh, I, I, I remember. Call for that one. And yeah. It was a lot of fun. I remember, like, everybody at, everybody at the press box was talking about it yeah. for football. It was like, such a such a, such a big goal. And now you're a top-five team in the country with a chance to really continue to prove how good you are uh, here tonight in Orlando playing the University of Central Florida on the road. Caldero's got – they're 5-0 and now. He's got six goals in five games, I think is the number. Oh, yeah. Absolutely incredible. He and Sukata. Yeah, I mean, Sukata's been awesome too. I don't know if there's uh, a better duo right now in men's college soccer. No, I, I think that they are leading the nation in goals scored. Are, are the Mountaineers, and uh, Caldera's right up there for individual goals as well. So lots of great things to talk about as far as the soccer pitch is concerned, and we will have more for you next week on that as well. That will do it for us here today on the Mountaineer Sports Insider. Uh, be safe tomorrow if you're going over to the game, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Biggest environment in Morgantown since probably Louisiana State was here about 12 years ago. 10 years ago, something like that. 2013, I think, is when it was. So, yeah, long time ago since then. But uh, Big 12 is wide open right now, and football team's got a chance to do some pretty historical things this season. And that will, again, uh, maybe sort of sway with how tomorrow goes. Uh, and they've got a chance to beat this pit team and uh, really get the ball rolling. So we'll see what happens. But for Luke, I'm Tanner. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider.